The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Baron Balance. I'm Jeff Burkus, a writer for Windy City Gridiron, and I'm joined, as always by Lester A. Wiltfong Jr. Lester, we were not at camp, but we have a special guest tonight. You survived a visit with the Geek Squad I did. Uh, for your computer, but how is everything else going for you? Everything's good for me. It's a, uh, you know, all, I saw all the reports today from, from Bears Camp, and I can't wait to hear what Brenda has to say about what she saw firsthand out there today. Well, we have Hopium Den veteran. Better Brenda advice. Weber, yes. So she was on one of the Hopium Den episodes, or a lot of them, as as I cut them together and, and rehashed different topics. And Brenda also got off two of the best jokes during the Hopium Den series, uh, and and really really killed her appearance there. So she went to camp today. She is back, Brenda. How are you? Welcome to the, welcome to Baron Bounce. Oh, thank you so much for having me again. I'm very happy to be here. Um, and camp was so amazing. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Like, you know, we we were there earlier this year. Uh, we had uh, a mixed, an up and down experience with with yes. our uh, with our run in with with security on our on our last day there. And then, Lester, I haven't given you grief about this yet. They clearly they summoned a storm the day that you were supposed to come <laughs> back to Hallis Hall last Sunday, yeah. and and they canceled practice because they heard that you were coming back and they didn't want to deal with you. So I, I I have to say like you're controlling the weather now. That was the deal. They much rather deal with Mother Nature and deal with the wrath of Lester. I was going to go after him, but yeah. But I, I I'm gonna, I am back there on the twentieth uh, next Sunday. So we'll see if the weather cooperates. I'll be there. I, I mean, if you are able to summon another thunderstorm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's something, something's brewing, something's happening here. Something. So, well, uh, Brenda, what, what was your experience like overall in, at camp? Um, what did, did you go to the Walter Payton Center? Did you, you know, did you stand on the autograph line? Like, what, what was it that you took? Walk us through what you did today. Uh, so, you know, showed up not too late we're on a little bit on the outside uh walking in um but we didn't take anything with us so we did get to cut through the express line didn't have any bags um so that was actually really nice but walked in kind of saw everything that was going on hit up the pro shop um because some 12 year old really wanted a justin fields jersey Mm. (laughs) so he's really mad i didn't bring him back sneakers so he's yeah, anyway, the jersey he's excited about. Um, so did that and really just went 
right straight to the to the fields to get seats and uh, make sure I was in the right spot to get the best views. But I mean, just walking in, everyone was so cheery and so peppy and just so um, just so excited and happy to be there. I will say I did the 360 camera view and I went to hit the Heisman and right as they were filming and the guy was like, hey, keep both feet on the ground. Ah. And it threw off my whole groove. And then the rest oh. of it was bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it again. It's fine. <laughs> I, I don't know how Lester feels, but any sort of 360 degree camera uh, doesn't make a big guy feel particularly no, good no. about wanting to participate in something like that. It's like, I don't need to see it from that angle. Thank you very much. Like for me, it has to be a specific angle the right way. Otherwise I look like I'm just, you know, even bigger than I really am. So it's the 360 camera. No, hell yeah. no. <laughs> Directly head on. Yes. That would be great. Nothing profile. That would be fantastic. <laughs> just, just keep it up here. You know mm -hmm. I mean? Let's not go down there. We're good. So that's I, cool though. I had the, in the 360 camera, they, you know, they were like, do you want a football or pom-poms? And I was like, I'll take a football. And then he handed me the little one. And I was like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the youth football <laughs> oh no it's uh so when you when you're able to see camp now there's a lot to try to take in and even us where we're trying to go we're trying to take pictures and not video again for the record uh but you know we're, we're trying to cover a little bit and even between lester and i it's hard to see everything so you know if there's some stuff that you didn't see don't feel too bad about it but i, I want to ask you go through the categories and see what you picked up today so there's a lot of talk in this offseason, obviously, about the offensive line, but it seems right. like it's starting to settle down a little bit. Looks like Braxton Jones is taking a lot of the reps with the first team. Again, Riley Reef shifting over to the right side. Um, is that what you saw today as well? Yeah, there is there is a lot of movement. Um, is no pads for practice. So okay. just a lot of rotations. Um, but I thought the O-line was doing pretty good, especially at the beginning. I felt the offense um was just just hot um sam mustafer was a little shaky uh, as he is <laughs> what i know i'm okay it's okay. shocked as much as you guys are um you know saw a couple saw a couple people get past him um but you know justin stayed pretty solid in the pocket overall um you know bradley reef go hawkeyes um, that was, that was really, really cool to see. And I mean, he's just a big dude. He's just a big guy that takes up a lot of space on that O-line. So no one was really getting past him either. <laughs> I, I have to, I'll jump in here, Lester. Um, I heard from my mom today. So my mom was also at camp, uh, number one Bears fan, <laughs> episode 10 of the Hopium Den out Get on that Wednesday. Plug uh, yeah. So she, she made her debut and, and she, That's amazing. She was also there today and she uh, she said that. So and again, number one Bears fan, she apparently yelled at Riley Reef, go Hawks. And and he kind of looked and smiled and, and gave a wave. And then I guess she uh, yelled to Tevin. Um, so happy you're back out here, you know, like very supportive. And apparently mm -hmm. he, he like gave her a smile and waved. So she she uh, she really, you know, and she's probably yelling at Larry Borum because she really oh. likes Larry Borum. So, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, she loves it. She, she set up um, right at that first spot where you get in 
um, okay. with those with those chairs, right? For you know people that you know get a, get a little special treatment there. So she was front row, mm -hmm. and so okay. that's right next to the offensive line, which is exactly where she wants to be. Okay. Uh, transports her back to to watching her watching her boy, uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so she, so anyway, Riley Reef, uh, Hawkeye, she got a little go hawk. This is a, this is a well. very uh, Iowa centric uh, show today. What's going Heck on? Yeah, I yeah, know, more Hawkeyes the better. We're okay. taking over. <laughs> all right, it's all good. That's okay. <laughs> we lost one Hawkeye on the offensive line in the offseason, but we got him back. Yeah, uh, yeah. got a different it's one. Back. That's so. fine. Got to keep one on there at least. What about? Well, you mentioned Justin Fields. Let's move on to him. So obviously, it's it's really easy to watch and get just your eyes just drawn to just wanting to watch Justin Fields when you're at these yes. these practices, right? It's hard to honestly do anything else because you want to see how he looks, and you know he's obviously the centerpiece of everything. Everybody there wants you know his autograph. Everybody there wants uh, you know to to see if he's improving. So you said that he had uh, the offense had a good day. Does that include? Justin particularly and what kind of stood out to you about that? Yes. So Justin did great. Um, again, at the beginning, um, just, he had some that he was just airing out like towards the very beginning of practice. Um, when they were like on the far side before they started like actually playing a game, well, you know, game. The um, 11s, yeah. Yeah. But, um, it was, no, he did really good. His accuracy is, just chef's kiss. I so, so amazing watching that. And, you know, a couple of the throws he had um, to Mooney. Um, he had him to, was it the fullback and sharp? I mean, just right where they could get to him. So, Oops. oh, go ahead, Lester. So, so today he was missing Harry. He was missing Pringle. He was missing, uh, was Pettis out there? Was Pettis? I mean, he was missing some guy. Uh, Valus Jones was Valus out. Jones was out. So, yeah. so, so he was doing this with guys that, you know, are really fighting for a roster spot. And then you said he was still, he still was sharp with these, with these backups, so to speak. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, sharp did excellent. Um, I thought he was really a standout, but no, Justin Fields. I mean, he was placing it where it needed to go at towards Towards the end, there were some scrambles where he just couldn't quite find anyone um, downfield. Um, there was a couple times where, you know, there was a guy that eh, may have been open, but that's <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, other than that, I mean, as long as he, he had time for the most part, except for Sam Esper, and <laughs> he was he was getting down there. So I... I thought he had a pretty good practice. I know I did scroll Instagram and, or not Instagram, Twitter, and Twitter is very torn on the kind of day that Fields had. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just kind of Twitter naturally, right? Is that there's, yeah. there's always going to be a reaction. Maybe they're actually there. And then there's mm -hmm. reactions off of the reactions and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, people get, you know, kind of run with that. Um, one of the things that we've been hearing about is that one of the uh, emphasis this this year with Luke Getze is that they're actually practicing scramble drills where he's breaking the pocket and the receivers are are working on trying to get open, which was not something that they practiced last year, which, you know, kind of blew my mind when that was revealed by whoever that was revealed by that. <laughs> that was not something that was practice, uh, the, the scramble drill. And that's why it always looked terrible. It was always what guys never really got open uh, when yeah. Justin would break the pocket. Um, did you see that drill today where they were maybe on purpose kind of scrambling and trying to get open? Or is that uh, was that not part of today's practice? 
Um, with everything that was going on, I mean, I very well could have missed sure. it. Maybe this the when he did scramble, it was on purpose. I know he was practicing what, what looked, you know, that one. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut on what I saw him practice because I don't want anyone to know that one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we do get a one of the comments we've already had is from a Detroit Lions fan who likes to come in and say Detroit versus everybody, and oh. so you know there are there is competition that, okay, that, is, yeah. that is watching this, so What's we have to name? be careful. I'll fight him. <laughs> uh, Don, Don, the, the, the Lions fan is, is, is okay. here and likes Let's to say Don. Detroit versus everybody. So no, um, no, I, I thought he did great. Um, there was a couple times again, he could have been practicing the scramble drills. And if that was the case, it would make sense. They didn't practice them last year because they weren't as clean or great as what I saw at the beginning of practice. So guys weren't really getting open but i will say the second half of practice the defense really stepped up too that's what so i heard they also did i thought a great job um just breaking up passes and got to fields a couple times so you give a little get a little on that one that's good because those guys are bears too it's good that those guys right. are, are showing up and you know another thing about justin fields you know what 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 we saw we were there last week and stuff i've been seeing is, is he's taking a lot of the check downs he's going short a little more than he did than he did last year during the season and and some fans of course look at that as a negative but i kind of see that as growth i mean that's growth from him as a quarterback understanding when he can kind of you know, when it's not there, let's just mm -hmm. check it down. There's no point in taking a sack, and he took way too many sacks last season. So uh, I think if this is part of the growth of Justin Fields and he's going to go with some more checkdowns, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to practice it all, right? Exactly. I feel I feel it was – I felt like it was fine. So <laughs> – yeah, well, I, I think most practices have been kind of a, a little bit of a seesaw, a little bit up and down. Sound like Justin was uh, on point early, and then maybe the defense caught up towards the end. But mm -hmm. overall, a pretty good practice for him. Yeah. So, and then again, it's a brand new offense. Offensive line is now starting to solidify, which I think is going to help in these practices. Now that he had, they have the five probably that they're going to continue to go forward with. They're getting closer to the first game. Uh, you know, they're in time. They've got a first preseason game. They've got time to kind of. Uh, get everything going. So uh, we'll take a quick break here. And then on the other side of this, we're going to hear from Brenda on her favorite offensive and defensive players from today's practice. All right, we're back. So Brenda, when the bears offense was doing well, mm -hmm. I mean, you can say Justin Fields, but you know, bringing up somebody else, you, know, you kind of mentioned Tajay Sharp, but mm -hmm. who would you say was your top offensive performer that you saw in camp today? I, I would say Sharp. I mean, he really did have some great – I think he had the, the top play of the day, um, just uh, toe-tapping in the end zone. Um, someone else did that too. I think I saw uh, I saw uh, Tongas maybe, where he, maybe he was like on the on the sideline uh, on, on a red zone drill, yeah. like number 46. I feel like uh, yeah. I saw something with him. Yeah, it was. That's exactly who it was. Um, that was a video I saw and totally did not post. Because you followed the rules. I followed the no. rules. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have swore I saw a few videos from 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 you out there. Just was there a cut? Just okay, just, just the one. Just the one. It was Justin Fields. Yeah, that's okay. 
Don't don't post this anywhere. I don't want anyone to know that. <laughs> your your secret is safe with us. We're, we are, we are no snitches. We are no snitches. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I'm sure that Larry Mayer is not watching this tonight. That's no. good. That's good. So, um, so you no. so you so you mentioned Sharp, and then Sharp's a guy that a lot of Bears fans aren't thinking a lot about, but you know this is a four year pro. Uh, he's had uh, you know some success with the Titans. Um, I think last he's year kind only of split been in time. The four years. Yeah, I think for four Man, or five it feels years. Like I mean, he's been around for longer. Hey, sorry. It does. I mean, I know he. I mean, he's he's. He's a pro. I mean, he he's yeah. he's still one of these guys that's trying to fight for a roster spot. But you know, between him and Pettis, and you know, there's a couple other guys, uh, uh, David Moore. You know, one of these guys that they're not expecting to kind of step up is going to kind of probably take up and and take that fifth or sixth receiver spot, especially now with Harry out. So it's good to see a guy like Sharp step up today. Yeah, no, he he did well. At least I there were two uh, touchdowns on either side of the end zone for him um, that were really good. I mean, I, Mooney did great also but i felt like sharp deserved the shout out today yeah like mooney is gonna be the number one guy you know vela shones obviously is going to be on this roster byron pringle <laughs> i don't know what he's fighting right now i don't know what Bayless is fighting either but so you know those guys need to get back to some degree here before games start you know <laughs> that's three You've got uh, equanimous, equanimous St. Brown. See, I, tr I tried to help Taylor earlier today, and now I can't. <laughs> and now you're messing live. up. I know. Um, uh, uh, ESB, he's gonna he's gonna there have one is. of those spots, uh, mm -hmm. and then you have Harry, who's gonna likely start the year on IR. Um, you know, he, he's gonna be on the injured list to some degree, and then you have who, right? So, so a guy like yeah. Tajay Sharp, who I feel like is a guy that I I have had in my fantasy lineup. Uh, you know, and like week 12, like yeah. bye week fill in kind of yeah. guy, like yeah. he's getting targets. Same, yeah. so I mean, he's a guy that's been around, so that, that's when he signed him, like, oh, okay, Tajay Sharp, you know, he could he could he could stick on this on this re receiving core. Um, yeah, yeah, some of those guys are gonna have to play, but a lot of them keep getting hurt, but, like, yeah. So it's, it's nice to know that if in the event we have more than just the one guy. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, we you need more than one wide receiver in the year twenty twenty two, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, this isn't uh, this isn't the nineteen fifties where you can kind of get away with that, this, right? Uh, Especially how we started out with, you know, this season, just so uncertain. So it's it's nice to know that you know we got some guys. But the connection with Field and Mooney is real. I mean, that's something we oh. saw. That's what a lot of the guys you talk about, and that's what you saw today too. I mean, that's there's something there with those two guys. Yeah, uh, Justin actually had a really nice sidearm pass to Mooney. Um, that was really good. And unfortunately, that's all I can remember at this time about, about that pass. But again, the great thing about Bears Camp is like there's so much going on, but at the yeah. same time, it's like. I want to watch it all at the same time and you're trying to absorb as much as you can. Yeah, I think that's... Was this, go ahead. I was just going to say that. I think that's why we, we have to realize that they film practice and they yeah. go back and they watch it. Like, that's what happens after we all get on the buses and go back home and, you know, figure out what we're going to do the rest of the day. Those guys are going in and watching what just happened. Mm -hmm. and, and then they're taking it pretty slow to realize, oh, okay, yeah, hey, you missed that read or, hey, this was a good throw or, yeah, I like, I like how you worked work through that progression or whatever and we're trying to see 22 players at, at one go it just doesn't work mm -hmm. like that it's just it's, it's not you can't do that even when you're sitting down watching football that's why we go back and we we re-watch re games mm -hmm. um, but we don't have the benefit of going back and re-watching practice so you're, you're doing your best to try to take in what you can
Yeah. If only I could have recorded more videos. Yeah. <laughs> then you could have gone back <laughs> and watched time. Next ah. time. Yeah. Lester, did you have one? I was going to say the same thing as you. I mean, the, even the coaches, like you said, the coaches can't watch everything at once. So to expect fans that are out there trying to take it in, there's just no way. So you, you, you try and you pick and choose what you want to what you want to focus on on each given play. And, and like you said earlier, it's hard not to watch Justin Fields. You know, he he just he's a commanding mm-hmm. presence out there. The hopes of all our all us Bears fans are riding on his shoulders. So it's it's hard not to really want to focus on Justin Fields. So when he does good, it's it's exciting. And, and of course, when he does bad, that's that's all over Twitter. And that, that's where you get the up and down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because it's, it's it's the extreme. But I think he's 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 right on time. I mean, it's this is he's he's progressing how we should at this point in camp. I, I I'm happy with what's going on with Justin Fields. Yeah, I put out a Twitter poll. Uh, our friend Jonathan Wood had made a statement that was like really, Jonathan, I don't know that I agree with that. And it was uh, that Roquan was the face of the franchise. And so oh. I put out a Twitter poll and I said, all right, Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks are gone. Uh, who do you believe is the current face of the franchise? And that's all I said. I didn't try to define it any further. And mm-hmm. I put Roquan, Justin, or other. And mm-hmm. we got 983 votes. 90% went to Justin Fields. Yeah. 9% went to Roquan and 1% went to other. And the others were, like I said, you know, comment below. And and someone said, uh, you know, Staley, the, the mascot, which I thought, oh, I, I like that. I, it's not the right answer, but I like it. Um, <laughs> it was, was, that had to be Patty saying that. It wasn't. I, I should, I should oh, okay. tag Patty. Uh, she <laughs> would love that answer. So I, I think that, you know, I think a lot of people think, well, the best player needs to be the face of the franchise and vice versa. It's not always true. Mm-hmm. And and I think that as of right now, Roquan is, you know, likely the, the best player on this team. You know, Justin has not proven that out on the field yet. But Justin Fields has taken over this fan base. He is the face of this franchise. And and again, to, yeah. to Jonathan's credit, he he told me like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have said that. That, that was wrong. It's clearly Justin Fields. So um, so speaking of Roquan. Yes. You, did you see Roquan on the field today? I did. He actually walked out uh, from training like halfway through practice along with David Montgomery because he wasn't out there either for a long time. Um, and he he had a hat on, but he had his jersey on that said Smith on the back. I know afterwards like he stopped and talked to fans and stuff like that. But he was he was on the sidelines during what's it called? It was a long day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> totally understand. But he, but he was he was standing on the side with there. the defensive yeah. players and talking to Quinn and talking to everyone else. So I didn't get a chance to say hi to him and tell him to hurry up and sign. <laughs> um, I was trying to do it telepathically. Yeah. Just in case it may have gotten through. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, there's a, I mean, a lot of, you know, swirling stuff on Twitter about what's going on with Roquan. I mean, Lester and I haven't mm-hmm. talked about this on air much, but, you know, he made the decision to give information to Ian Rappaport. Uh, Rappaport put that out, you know, so now Rappaport's basically act, serving as his mouthpiece, as these guys do at Rappaport mm-hmm. and Schefter. They sort of, they, you know, they, they become that for players, coaches, you know, whatever in exchange for access. And so... Uh, you know, he's being the mouthpiece through the national media for Roquan. Roquan saying he feels like he's being a little disrespected um, and maybe not, maybe not the best move um, for, you know, uh, negotiating your contract, especially with the first time GM who's hasn't had the easiest first off season and, and obviously going to see this as a, as a test, as a challenge to, to what, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, Lester, I, I'm, I'm curious what you think of all of the negotiation stuff. Like, hey, it's just business. Or do you think Roquan may have overstepped here? A little bit of both. I think uh, I think at some point it was going to go into media. That's usually how these things go. Uh, the timing of it was kind of weird. He was still on the pup list. It seemed like the Bears were kind of doing him a solid, but let him stay on the pup while they kind of figured things out. And then it just seemed like kind of blindsided Ryan Poles, which is probably why he had an impromptu press conference, you know, the same day. So it was kind of strange how the whole thing went down. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I still think they're going to sign him. I, I think so, somehow, some way they're going to figure it out. You know, the, they're both have to bend a little bit. You know, they're, they're, they're not going to each get exactly what they want. Roquan's, he's one of the top off-ball linebackers in the game. He's going to get his money. That's just how it is. So get him in camp. Get him signed because, like we talked about a little while ago, he is the best player on the, on the team. I I 100% agree. They they should sign him. I think Broquan, because um, he doesn't have an agent, so he's just he's getting information that would get filtered through an agent right now. So I can see, and he's he's still pretty young, even though he's been in the league for a little bit. This is like his first real thing. So I I you know, some, some naivety there a little bit. Sorry, Roquan. Um, <laughs> you know, for when you watch this, obviously. <laughs> um, but, you know, because I, I agree with you, they were doing an assault by putting them on the pup list. And I mean, who knows if they're going to find him, but they can, because he didn't practice. Yeah. I, I think it was a misstep to, to try to play through the national media. Um, I, and I think that that, he had a very brief moment where he had people behind him, right? Because he got to be the first mover, but Ryan Poles has a lot of power behind him and he used it effectively. Like he can call a press conference whenever he wants. Yep. And so he calls a press conference and he kind of lays it out. And I think you saw a big shift in how people saw this process after Ryan Poles stood up there and, and talked uh, to the media. So I'm not sure it's not necessarily about winning the hearts and minds of the fans, but if that's what Roquan was trying to do there, I don't think that he was very successful. And I think that Ryan Poles, honestly, like he didn't draft him and he's trying to, you know, create whatever culture he's trying to create. And Roquan hasn't exactly had the cleanest off the field record um, lately. And so if he's trying to build a culture he may have to make a tough decision that says Roquan's not part of the future. I'm not saying I, I agree with that or I want that or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it's beyond the pale here for Ryan Poles to say, you know what, play on the play on the, the, the fifth year option. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk next year and, and, and not make that big financial commitment for an off ball linebacker in a, in a state where maybe that's not the most important position. I think you'd rather give that money to a three technique, right? Well, I I think you nailed it, though. I mean, he is the fifth-year option. I mean, the Bears have all the cards here. They have the fifth-year option this year. He's he's if he he doesn't play, then he just sits out. And then if the Bears have two years of franchise tag, so the Bears hold all the cards. It was a a misstep, probably on from from his. He got some advice from someone. I'm sure that you know they said that you know go public at this point. It kind of backfired. So I think, uh, but but I do still think it's going to happen. They'll sign him. Or 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 he'll play like I said on the fifth year option. He'll just kind of deal with it, and you know then he'll go out there and prove his worth because he's a perfect fit for this defense. You know he's 
that that will linebacker, you know, his turnovers will shoot up a little bit. His tackles are going to shoot up a little bit, you know, as long as he stays healthy, you know, he's this perfect fit. So I think uh, the money will be there for him one way or the other. I think the bears and him would like to get that locked up and get it done now and not wait until uh, uh, 2023. I, w- I was honestly hoping that I would open my phone when he walked out and they were like, Oh yeah, done deal. They signed it. Um, he walks out with the contract in hand and like yeah, just, puts it up in the air. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that my camera is wobbly. I have, I'm sitting on, I'm at my in-laws. I'm on a bed and it's stacked on two Nike boxes. <laughs> so that's my well, I mean, true to form for a sneaker yeah, head. For a sneaker head. Exactly. Yes. So Roquan could not be the top defensive player today because he wasn't practicing, but Clearly, you saw a lot of good defensive performances today. Who sort of stood out to you as a top defensive player? Well, I mean, Jalen Johnson did great. He knocked a couple passes out of the air, one intended for Mooney. Um, he 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 was really good. And then um, uh, Houston Carlson. DeAndre Carson. Houston Carson. Hmm? Houston Carson um, picked it off and, like, ran it all the way for a touchdown. It was like a hundred and something yards. Um, absolutely. Just pick six. That was off. That was off Peterman though. That wasn't off. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, but that was really, I mean, the, the defense was hyped after that. So, I mean, that could have been where the tides turned and they ended up switching fields. So um, no, I, I thought the defense played really really well especially like i said that second half some knock passes down um but i would i don't know the pick was really nice but also jalen johnson did so good i'm i'm gonna split them split them that's fine okay (sighs) (laughs) okay you know there there are no rules here on on barren balance you know wonderful split the vote it's all good well plus plus you mentioned there there were no pads today so it's kind of hard to see the the defensive linemen i mean yeah the pass rush was there but it's not live, so it's 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 not really fair to kind of give one of those guys your, your player of the player of the day award. So it, it makes sense mm-hmm. to go with a couple guys in the secondary. Yeah, I mean there was, I mean again at the, I'm gonna try to remember who it was. Someone got broke through the uh, O line towards the towards the end of practice, and it would have been a sack. It, I mean Fields would have been annihilated. Was it Kyrus <laughs> Tonga? I saw that Tonga had got through big number ninety five. Yes, yeah, he did. See, following Twitter, it feels like I was just I was there. Exactly. I got all got all the highlights. Um, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the the Bears media put out uh, the the DeAndre Houston Carson pick, and they just yeah. they had it as ABC DHC INT yes. all all together. And I was like, ah, it's pretty clever. I like that. Right, a little you know they had a little slow mo. And Ethan Peterman just the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, you know, the defense is going to all pitch in money next camp to bring him back as a third camp arm. They're going to be like, hey, can we bring that guy back? He was yeah. great. We like that guy a lot. <laughs> uh, well, I, I appreciate your insight, uh, Brenda, throughout this, but I'm curious if you just have any other final thoughts, any sort of, you know, what you enjoyed the most or any kind of fun fan interactions, anybody that you met or anything like that. Um, I There was a couple of people there that I'm, like tried to run into and I didn't see them. Um, but I know they were there and you didn't tell me your mom was there. I told her. <laughs> ah. um, 
I did have Joey come up to me and he was like, I know you from Twitter. And he was working there. So that was really neat. Shout out to <laughs> Joey. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was just a it was a great practice. It was so cool to see everyone. I was it just I was blown away at how really how I've never been that close to mm-hmm. any of them, you know, just and I was right on the 50s, so that was that was an incredible experience that you know I hope I get to do again sometime. But overall, it was it was amazing. It was amazing seeing all the players and as a fan, just getting to soak all that ama- like bears stuff in. <laughs> I mean, it's that's definitely cool going to camp. It's I've had some people ask me why do you go watch practice. I'm like, uh, it's hard to explain, but like if you go to camp and you kind of like you said, you experience it, the energy, you know, everyone mm-hmm. is there. I mean, it's 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 just the hope of training camp. It's just so cool to see. So I tell them just just go. If, if you go to training camp. You'll understand, you know, what's going on. I mean, if, if you're not a Bears fan, you know, stay away. But I mean, if, <laughs> if, if, if you love the Bears, go check out the practice and it's, it's, it's free. It's, uh, it's, 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 you know, pretty easily accessible. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the ticket issue they had a year ago seemed to be fixed a little bit now. And there seems to be a much more, uh, a, a bigger fan base there. The energy's there. And it's just, it's just really neat to see. So, yeah. Definitely and, recommend. And like you guys said earlier, I mean, they're, it's bears on both sides. So really, no matter what, defense has a good play. Offense has a good play. Everyone's excited. And really quick, shout out to whatever the music was there. Uh, there <laughs> was wonderful. Lester knows all the songs. Like he was yeah. tweeting out like what the songs were as we were going oh, on. Yeah. And I I just, I don't have that ability. And so he, he just like lean over and be like, oh, nice. And, you know, mention like, whatever oh, song sure. it was. And I, I don't know if I think we mentioned this on air, but w- at one point uh, after we got falsely accused, there was a song that had like falsely accused lyrics in it. Like it was very funny. <laughs> it was it was common. I forget the name of the title, but it's, uh, you know, it's it was uh, I actually tweeted it out. It was, it was one of the common songs. It was, you know, uh, yeah, you, you were accused. You know, it's that was oh, yeah. the sample. And I'm, I'm like, sure. JB, listen, they're playing the song just for us. That's so funny. I was actually on the way from the hotel to Bears practice. That I was only listening to Common. See, yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, Brenda. Well, we really appreciate it. We're gonna we're gonna end the podcast here. For those of you that are listening, really appreciate that. Check us out on Second City Gridiron sometime. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube. That would be fantastic. Lester and I are going to be back. I believe there's a game on Saturday. Correct, Lester. Saturday. Yeah. We'll be here on Sunday to do a barren ba- our first barren balance of the season so that's exciting uh, you know of the actual season uh so we will get into the full categories there and we will start our 20 game arc uh of of the preseason plus regular season for barren balance so that is amazing we are at real football here very soon yeah. i can't and... wait to get back on and talk to you guys when we win the super bowl i mean yeah we will book you out for 2025 that, that, oh come on! No. This, ah, come on! It's not gonna be this year. Let's 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 not go into the, <laughs> Hopium Den's over. We closed it out yesterday. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, check us out there, Lester. We've got plenty of stuff going on the site. I believe this is like the fifth podcast of the week, and that is just going to keep growing. Taylor has uh, uh, a Clay Harbor on making monsters this week. Check that out. He's been at a lot of Bears practices. Uh, he was there today. And he was there today. Danny Meehan is on Bill's podcast. 
we're going to get bear, uh, bears over beers cranked up at some point when I get EJ off of the bootleg stuff and, and make sure you're checking out his stuff over at bootleg. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, absolutely.